0: Spotlight, our fall sports previews continue as we get you set for the 2023 women's volleyball and men's water polo seasons. You'll hear from head coaches Ricky Ludies and Matt Ustaszewski. They'll tell us about the new faces on the roster, how the Big West is shaping up, and so much more. And that's all coming up in a moment in this week's Triton Spotlight. This is episode 83 of Triton Cast, the podcast for UC San Diego Athletics. I'm your host, Jeff Turial. And whether you found us on your favorite podcast platform or on UCSDTritons.com, we're so happy you've joined us this week. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, rate us, or write a brief review. The 2023 season is officially underway as women's soccer began its campaign with a road draw and a home win. Junior Raquel Kalpakoff scored a second-half hat trick in the tie at Pacific. Those were her first three collegiate goals and the UC San Diego basketball teams continue their foreign tour in Italy through Friday. Both programs have played three games as they've made their way through Rome, Florence, Milan, and Venice. You can follow their adventure on ucsdtritons.com and on the team's social media accounts. Well now, it's on to this week's Triton Spotlight. First up, our conversation with women's volleyball head coach Ricky Ludies. He's now in his 13th season, and the former Olympians sat down with the voice of Triton's volleyball, Brian Fenley to preview the 2023 season.
1: We meet again, Ricky Luties, UC San Diego Women's Head Volleyball Coach. I'm Brian Fenley. Season is just about upon us. Ricky, what are you most excited about, most fired up about when it comes to your team and what they can do in 2023?
2: I guess it's just the start of the season, and actually seeing them play in a match. You know, you go through these practices for a couple of weeks or a few weeks, and you know you see them play against each other. But, but you know, the real excitement comes when they start the matches, and you actually get to see what it is like in the real competition. So we have a few new players that are, you know, bringing some great energy to the gym, and it's it's going to be really interesting just to see how the whole team plays with each other, interacts with each other, and you know, find comes together when we actually compete
1: when you actually do compete and you start out on the road with a couple of tournaments how do you like the way the schedule is slated for you where you're on the road for a couple of tournaments and then you get to host
2: your own tournament at your home well, we, have, we definitely have a difficult season. Uh, we go on the road right away, like you say, and we have some tough opponents uh, immediately in the tournaments that we're playing. Um, our home tournament is also going to be really tough, playing San Diego State right away. And um, it goes on to our conference when we start against the top teams in the conference and then finish against the top teams in the conference. So our schedule is going to be demanding, and it's going to be a really good test. But, you know, you like those. You like those uh those opportunities to play the good teams and to to see what your your team is made of. So, you know, we accept it and we're ready for it.
1: I know it's early, but from practice and I know we haven't played our first match yet, but what is your team made of right now mentally? What are you expecting to see out of them from a mental standpoint as they mesh together and get ready for twenty twenty three?
2: Well, what we're really hoping for is that they've grown from the last season because we really have most of our players back from last year. And as you know, we lost some really tough five-game matches that could have gone either way. So really growing and experiencing that and and learning from it is what we're hoping for this year and that the team takes that next step and really knows how to close out games when they're, when they're in them and um, being more mature about everything and just kind of, You know, knowing a little bit more about the game is what you do after you, you know, you have a season like that. Hopefully you learn from it and you know more about what to do in those situations.
1: What have you learned from last season? I know you talked about what the players have learned, those who are coming back and how they can utilize that experience as a heightened competitive advantage. But for you, you look, you've been in the game ever since you were in diapers. Volleyball is part of your genetics. But even where you are in the coaching ranks now, what are you still learning? What are you still craving on to as far as knowledge and what you want to glean more of from the sport?
2: Well, you know, you're always trying to learn more every time you go out, every year, every practice and be better. And so, you know, as a coach, it's totally different than being a player and getting ready for those type of games and things. You know, it's more about uh, knowing strategies. And I I find myself like, okay, maybe during the match I could have you know, made some adjustment that I didn't and looking back at that and trying to fix that maybe for the future. And if that situation comes up again, so, you know, there you're always trying to grow. And also for me really is learning about the players and maybe what makes them better in those situations and trying to get the most out of them. So, Again, for me, it's kind of learning as a coach how to get that communication with them and having them feel as good about themselves and their preparation and being uh, all set to go when the, when, uh, the ball gets put in the air.
1: When the ball gets put in the air come conference time, what are we looking at as far as how good the Big West Conference is this year?
2: Uh, It's going to be really good again. um, You know, the Big West has former champions. The schools have, you know, some (laughs) some good background and are have been good for a long time. And I see a lot of the The schools in the conference that, uh, you know, maybe haven't done as well, but picking up some really good players. So um, you never know until, you know, all the players are there and you see them together. But on paper, I'm looking at the Big West as every team is looking. It's going to be a a tough battle and we have to be ready for everybody that we play. Of course, the top ones, Hawaii, who has won the conference the past couple of years, they're going to be there and. Uh, you know you somebody has to figure out how to knock them down but um other teams are coming up and i think everybody is pretty good
1: what does your team have that nobody else in the conference does
2: ooh that's a good one i think um you know one is we're a very smart school and I tell my players this all the time, like you guys have the brain power to do whatever you want to do. So can we translate that on the court and be smart on the court? Of course, you know, sometimes those are two different things, the book smart and the court smart, but can you be smart in the situations that you need to be, make the right plays, do the right things and use that as an advantage. So, you know, I always tell them, I, We are, we are one of those schools that, you know, you come in with a 4.0 or higher. And so they have that and we know that. So how can we use it to the best that we can for our team?
1: What kind of student were you at UCLA as far as your book smarts?
2: Uh, just below 4.0. <laughs> I, I wasn't a 4.0. I will say that for sure.
1: <laughs> Among the, the academic scholars on your team, the, the elder statesmen, if you will, the, the ones with the experience, the veterans, what are we going to see out of them? What we know the continuity from them this year?
2: Well, again, they have another year under their belt, starting and playing the whole time, and I think they've learned a lot from that, and. I think going through last season, uh, some players really in particular were like, okay, I need to fix this in my game and have these other things to go to to be successful. And so hopefully during the spring and in the summer, that was things that they worked on and can come back this year. It's looking like it so far in the gym that think people and players have uh, picked up some other parts of their game. So, you know, that's always the evolution is having more in your toolbox the next year and things to 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 utilize in some of those situations. And so hopefully we have all grown as, uh, or they've all grown as players and have added some things to their games. And as they
1: add things to the game, I wanted to leave you with this last question. Ricky Lutie is with me. I'm Brian Fenley. You said how well they're performing right now in practice. The key obviously is to keep that level going into matches. What have you found is the best way to take a level in practice and then be able to translate that into a match. What is the way you do that or the highest rate of success for that to happen?
2: Well, you know, the preparation is always the key for everything and being confident in your preparation and being ready for the situations and that again comes through practices and trying to get them in the situations that they're going to be facing of course you never know how it's going to come out because i'll tell you brian like we've had a couple of warm-ups at times in some past that i'm going oh my gosh this is going to be a rough match and we play the best we've you know, play it. And then sometimes we look great in warmups and all of a sudden everything is just all out of sorts. So you, you never really know until it actually happens, but you know, it's all in the preparation it's all in trying to get them confidence in that preparation and knowing that they've done everything they can to be successful.
1: Coming from a man who is the definition of preparation, a man who backs up his words with stellar volleyball play back in your past and now doing great things as a coach and looking forward to the great things that your team is going to accomplish this year. Ricky Lutis, I'm Brian Fenley. We'll be meeting each other soon at the home gym. Can't wait for it and look forward to this season getting underway. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Brian. Always good to talk to you.
0: The Tritons opened their season this weekend at the Butler Brawl in Indianapolis before the home opener against San Diego State on September 7th. All of this season's home matches can be seen on ESPN+. Plus. Next up, the Triton spotlight turns to men's water polo, where second-year head coach Matt Ustaszewski looks towards what lies ahead. The Big West began sponsoring the sport this season, and Usha fills us in on what that means for the program as he sits down with the voice of UCSD water polo Gil Gross, in a conversation from last week. Gil?
3: Coach Usha, first year in the Big West, and... It starts off with a bang, hosting the conference tournament. How cool is it to welcome a new conference era in this fashion?
4: Uh, It's incredible. We're really excited, obviously. Uh, We were, you know, in part, a reason that the Big West Conference was allowed to be created on men's water polo. Obviously, we became the fifth Big West school that sponsored men's water polo. And then with Cal State Fullerton adding um, the sport, to a team that was already in the Big West Conference. We became the sixth and it's kind of changed the landscape of college water polo a little bit. We think it's really healthy to see more multi-sport conferences supporting men's water polo. And for us to be the host, the inaugural host of the men's tournament is really exciting and uh, we're looking forward to it. You were just in Japan.
3: I was. (laughs) Can you describe, welcome back, can you you describe your role with the U.S. men's national team and what do you take away from those experiences, you know, international, such cool places, and obviously from a water polo standpoint, also really awesome?
4: Yeah, I'm an assistant coach on the men's senior team, uh, working for head coach Dan Udovacic, and uh, it's been a great opportunity to be a member of his staff and to work with the athletes of the caliber that we have. Uh, The men's team and the international level has uh, continued to, I think, exceed a lot of expectations worldwide, but those expectations internally are things that are goals that we look forward to achieving. And um, I think the biggest takeaway is just being around uh, such a high level and uh, the excellence that you see in their approach and um, the dedication that these athletes and coaching staffs have to the sport and to the game, they dedicate their whole lives to it and being in shape and being ready to play at the highest level at the most important times, um, are, are, real lessons and values that we can take home and share with our athletes here. Best thing you ate. Uh, I ate uh, a lot of fish, obviously. Um, it's, there's not a lot of time, right? So hotel yeah. meals are pretty standard. Um, we're really uh, kind of focused in the results of the tournament. And so we don't get out too much. Um, but yeah, a couple sushi places here and there um, was pretty good.
3: Understandable. Well, before we get to the nitty gritty of this upcoming uh, men's water polo season, are there any team traditions that the Tritons take part in, you know, away from the pool, maybe something like a regular dinner or a a regular bonding experience that you can share?
4: I think one of the unique things we do is during preseason, uh, we do some beach workouts. And so uh, with Scripps Institute of Oceanography right here on the west side of campus, it just creates the most amazing setting to to get some training in. And we do some strength and conditioning down there. We do some uh, conditioning work in the water on the beach. Um, a lot of team building goes on there. And so that's something that's uh, pretty unique and specific that we can be uh, literally on our school's property in the Pacific Ocean that Scripps pier and the setting for those who haven't been down in la jolla is pretty stunning and so uh, it's a really fun place to consider our backyard and get to train during uh, a few of these sessions in here in august you can't beat that
3: last year 30 seconds away, one goal away from the 20th Western Water Polo Association title. You know, that that championship game was a, an epic and a classic. And unfortunately, it went the other way. How does that experience being so close play into the mindset coming into this year?
4: I think it's a, you know, a building block and kind of an understanding of the resilience required to finish the job. And we have a lot of guys that are returning, but a lot of new faces too. And so um, we can't, you know, rely too much on previous experiences, but understand that they can be kind of a motivating factor for you. Uh, and I think that that's been the case during this off season, but also it shows, you know, the competitive nature of this sport and it can come down to one possession. It can come down to one defensive stop. It can come down to, you know, one person making a key play. And so, you know, having that mindset going forward that, uh, we want to be at the highest level and playing in important games, and those games are going to be tight and really competitive. And you know, utilizing past experiences, but also growing together for the future ones. I think are going to be important as we move forward.
3: One of those returners is Bennett Axline, WWPA Freshman of the Year, playing center attack. That's a hard position to play as a freshman, right?
4: Uh, Very much so. Yeah, very much so. It's physical position. A lot of the technical work you really can gain through experience. Um, And he's, you know, really embraced uh, working with coach Armand Momzian, who was a fantastic center back in his day. And uh, he's come in right away as a freshman and made a big impact. And we look forward to him making steps even further as we go forward here.
3: Alexander Nemeth was one of the the top goalies in the conference, had such an incredible career. What's the outlook coming into this season in, in net?
4: We have four goalies right now that are training really hard and uh, they're a really competitive group and they're all different classes and they're all you know, in uh, kind of different situations and I think they're blending really well together. Um, I'm not certain if we're ready to make a true de- decision yet on number one, but we expect a lot of them to play and, and be ready to help our defense and be the leader of our defense.
3: And offensively, outside of bennett who kind of mans the middle the question i want to ask is uh like if you have an outside shot with the clock winding down and only one player can take it i think last year Vedran lakovich is the person you want
4: taking that outside shot can you give me a name this year uh sure i think uh you know i won't mention any of the incoming guys because they've only you know been with us for a very short short time um I think uh, the guys would probably get a kick out of this, but Matthew was still one of our left-handed attackers is definitely not afraid to take that shot. So um, I'll give him that much. that so he's willing and able and uh, whether it goes in or not, we'll, we'll see. But through his experience last year, he really grew a lot. So um, I'm sure he'd be pressing for the, his name to be called in those moments. <laughs> Love that. You need the fearlessness. That's right. Big events coming up, Triton
3: Invitational, Battle of the Kings soon thereafter. What will you be looking for uh, coming into those events? And, and what excites you so much about, about those two events?
4: Yeah, I think obviously the Triton Invite is a great opportunity to start the season here and it kind of kickstarts. A lot of teams come down, um, the environment's really great. The level of water polo is very high to start the season and we want to kind of continue that tradition. Obviously uh, LMU is no longer in our conference. um, And so that that rivalry changes a little, but it'll still be there. We're gonna open here when school starts um, with the Lions and then we'll go back up there again in October like we have in the past home and away each year. Um, and then we're looking forward to the to, to Big West conference play. Our first Big West game, Long Beach State here on um, September 14th. is going to be a really big, really important environment and the first uh, men's Big West water polo competition in many decades. And so we're excited to be hosting that as well.
3: One more on the Battle of the Kings, because now I'm curious, as the LMU matchup might, changed like from a scheduling standpoint was there like a get together and the discussion was let's make sure to keep this going even though we're not in the same conference anymore
4: well recently it's been a non-conference game anyway so that that hasn't really changed i think uh uh we really uh are respectful of that rivalry and that tradition and you know, we were a part of a conference together for a long time and, uh, you know, the schools aren't too far apart, but they're different characteristics, universities. And uh, we think that that helps grow the sport to see big crowds and teams really energized and playing and kind of getting the most out of the collegiate experience, I think, is is really fun. So I don't necessarily know if a, an agreement needed to come. I think both of us our programs just enjoy being a part of that experience and we want to keep it going.
3: Thanks for the time, Coach Usha, and uh, best of luck with the start of the
4: season.
0: Great. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Gil. The Tritons will open their season Labor Day weekend when they host the annual Triton Invitational inside Canyon View Aquatic Center. Well, you won't want to miss an all-new episode of Triton Cast next week. Coming up on episode 84, we'll talk UC San Diego basketball as we look back at the Tritons trip across Italy. Thanks for listening to the show this week. And don't forget, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms by searching TritonCast wherever you get your pods. And a reminder, you can listen to any of our 83 episodes anytime on demand. Just visit ucsdtritons.com slash podcast. For more on TritonCast, follow us on Twitter or X at TritonCast. If you have a suggestion for a future guest, you can send us a tweet or email us at tritoncast at ucsd.edu. We'll see you back here next week.
1: You've been listening to TritonCast. TritonCast is a production of UC San Diego Athletics Communications. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your platform of choice. If you have show questions or comments or suggestions for future guests, email us at tritoncast at ucsd.edu. You can also follow the show on Twitter at TritonCast.